Welcome, guys, to the uh, On the Flip Side podcast. You've got uh, Blake Anderson and Justin Huff as your host. Justin, say hi. Hey, guys. What's going on? Good to see you. Hopefully, hopefully you're seeing us and hearing us somewhere. Right, right. Well, give you guys a little bit of an overview of what this podcast is going to look like. Um, we're going to take kind of a contrarian view to a lot of the popular things we're hearing you know, on a day-to-day basis. Uh, one of the things that, that really caught our attention and kind of gave us the nudge to start this thing was a conversation we had actually in the gym about motivation and uh, yep. <laughs> how, how, how motivation is, is, is probably a bigger problem than it is a solution in, in a lot of cases. So what do you think? About yeah, that? we, we I, I'd say you're right on with that. And, you know, I think overblown is the word that comes to mind. You know, we see it all the time in, in uh, marketing efforts. We hear it all the time in people's Facebooks, especially around, you know, the first of the year with fitness. And that's kind of what, if we think back, that really was about the time we really both had our lids flipped about it, which was like, man, I'm sick of this word, motivation, because while it's understandable and how it's a piece of the puzzle for some people and even ourselves at times, and maybe it's been there at times, it's bigger than that. And I think that's the conversation that we're saying doesn't get talked about enough. And I think uh, it was probably what mid, mid January, about two weeks into dealing with a gym full of people. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, we'll, we'll let the audience know and you guys watching now, some of us will see this, you know, you'll go, Hey, it's pretty cool to see these guys doing their thing. And some of it, some of you will know us, but you know, I've got a lengthy history with uh, fitness industry. And uh, for me, it was, it's been a bit of a double-edged sword. I've always welcomed new people into the gym because that was something that I would use to facilitate my fitness industry. Um, but at the same time, I can understand why the average gym goer would be a little bit offended and go, gosh, all these people coming into my place. I've been here all year. You're here for a month. You leave our gym a wreck, you know, talking all this and you're posting all this stuff about how motivated you are and how you're going to lose 80 pounds in two weeks and all these things. And then they, they're gone, which I think lends itself to the, the black eye or the dark cloud that the word motivation tends to get. So that's kind of, you know, you and I saw that and I look around and I'm like, props to these people for getting started, but there's a back end to it. And in other words, a flip side to it that I think people need to get a little bit more in tune with and have a little bit more uh, education on some coaching would be helpful. And it's not just in terms of fitness, but motivation is the start, maybe like starting fluid, you know, but where's the gasoline, where's the fuel coming from? And I think that's what we're going to try and tap into a little bit. Yeah. And I think you can, if you take a look at the gym in November and the, the mentality of the people that are there, right. Versus the mentality of the people that are, that are there, you know, for a month and gone. And that's not to say that everybody that starts coming to the gym on, on, in January is gone by February, (laughs) but but a large portion of them are. And if you look at the difference between the, the people that are there day in and day out month after month after month, there's something that, that is, it's different. It's not about motivation for those people. A lot of those people, they've been doing it their entire life. It, at that point, it becomes a, a dedication, a discipline. And right. I think that's the key difference there that, that you and I have talked about is motivation get, might get you into the gym, but it's discipline that keeps you there. And then we're using the gym as sure. you know, a perfect example, but it, it applies everywhere in life. It applies to business. It applies to relationships. It applies to, you know, the gym as well. Finances, finances. 
um, motivation is it, it, it might, it might be, you know, that boost to get you started, but it's not going to be what keeps you in the game. Yeah. And to to me, I was thinking about it, you know, you and I've been talking about doing this for a little bit. And one of the words that comes to mind in motivation is that it's a catalyst. There's certainly nothing wrong with that. What we're saying, I think to our audience, we want to kind of drive home the point is it's, it's overhyped. And that's, it's, it's a selling tool in a lot of ways. And we see it that way in so many ways. And so, you know, I think the thing that people who want to dive a little bit deeper into whatever avenue they're going into, as you said, relationships, fitness, business, finances, there's a framework that's required with that and the structure that's required with that. And that doesn't get talked about. And that's what we're, 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 we're advocating that people take that catalyst and branch it off and find if they can't create it themselves through their own disciplines and knowledge and that kind of stuff, then outsource it and find things that can develop structure, develop foundational elements that really put some rules and regulations to how you're supposed to accomplish whatever goal that lies ahead of you that motivation started. And that's awesome. Like we, we're not going to frown on motivation as being a catalyst, but we are going to frown on this fact that that's what we hear a lot. And we don't hear a lot of the backside. The flip side of that is we need discipline. We need structure. You know, that actually makes me think motivation, it, it, it sees it when it's there. Yeah. Right. Um, right. Maybe yes. if you need to find it, to, to generate it, to create it, to get you started, do what you need to do to, to find that motivation and then take full advantage of it while you have it, because it's not going to stick around forever. Correct. Right. Maybe use that time to develop your long-term plans, your, your habits, that are going to create a long-term discipline to help you right. reach your goals, your objectives, but understand that that motivation, you need to take advantage of it when, when you have it. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, Blake, you were talking about this yesterday. You were, we were talking about ways this applies to you and I individually, or you and I as buddies, as workout partners. And uh, you know, did I, I got a little bit of a workout in the day. I got a little oh. bit. Yeah. No, I um, I did some push-ups and I did some triceps and I did some core and I did some legs. Hey, guess what? Right I wasn't motivated this morning to do my workout. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I haven't been motivated to do my workout since they closed our gym. So COVID. <laughs> um Oh geez. But, but it is hard. But to it that point, hard. it's not it wasn't motivation that kept me going into the gym. And to be honest, it wasn't discipline either. It was um it was a commitment to you as my workout partner right. and, you know, being at home, um, I'm, I don't have, I don't have that, that check and balance that, that commitment to anyone other than myself. And I don't have the discipline to get up every morning and start my day with a workout. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I wish I did, but we've seen what happens over the past several years. Whenever I don't have someone to work out, you went, to another job for a while, left the right. gym for a few months. What happened to me? I gained 10 pounds. <laughs> right. Not a good day. Just grinding it out <laughs> four, five, six times a week, you know? Yeah. Um, that's something and, that you've got discipline for. And, right. and I don't, I've, I, you know, I've, I've been into fitness my whole life, but um, what keeps me in the gym is habit. And I think that's actually uh, maybe a segue into uh, another idea about discipline is how to 
how to instill discipline. And I, I think a, a foundation of discipline is building habits that keep you on track. For sure. Um, you know, and I think with habits come accountability, which you touched on. Um, who, who's going to hold you accountable to those habits that you're developing that, that which ultimately creates discipline, you know, can be, can be perceived as a bigger picture label discipline, you know, and, I, and again, I come back to where, where motivation might start. And you're right. I mean, I think the catalyst aspect of things and getting people started, but what, when that motivation that you've, you know, I think you phrased it well, Blake, you talked about it being a feeling. It's a, it's a wave. It comes over you. Something ticks, something triggers an individual in their life to get in shape, save more money, pay some stuff, pay debt off, get out of a dead end job, whatever that is. Something kicks them and gets them going. There's motivation, but when there's no follow through, that, that lack of follow through might because there was might be because there wasn't the fundamental accountability, the habits, the discipline to, to follow out that change, to follow out that, that motivation that was once real high. It's a roller coaster. Well, the roller coaster fell down. Then what? They just go back. You just go back to spending money frivolously, go back to being lazy, not working out, taking care of your body, go back to the job that you know you hate. Is that, is that the alternative? For a lot of people, that is the alternative because they lost the motivation without building in accountability measures. So for me or for you, I was your accountability measure. You know I was going to be there, you know, rain, sleet, whatever. Right. My, when I took the other job, I went there and the guy I worked out with there, I said, dude, I'll see you four times a week. Cause I'll be here four times a week, but you got to be here to see me. So uh, I'm going to be here either way. And he was there about twice out of the four, you know, uh, it's a discipline that it started for me way back when I was 14 years old as motivation. Cause I wanted to be a good athlete. I wanted to take the next level. I wanted to find a way to distract myself from things I had going on in my home life. So it became something I sought, but I had to find workout partners. I had to find knowledge in working out so that I could gravitate to that and expand myself. And then I wanted to try those new things. So, but it just became things that I poured into my own bucket for discipline. And I had to build in accountability measures along the way. But if I just relied on motivation, I just hit that. I want to be a better athlete and I want to get distraction away from my home life. That would have been in and out real quick. And unfortunately that's what we see a lot. So, you know, I think that that's where we're trying to stress is to, to build in some of that, that fundamental structure. No, absolutely. And you, you touched on it a little bit earlier and, and I think we could actually do a whole show about goals. Right. And, and, Oh yeah, that's a whole different, <laughs> right, right. You, we can do a whole show about goals, goals, but sure. the, where, where they, where they come into play right now in my mind is say I'm, I've got a goal it's, it's, it's new year's. Right. And my goal is to lose 10 pounds this year and I'm motivated to hit that goal. Right. Right. So say I, I do everything I need to do. I diet for a month. I hit the gym for, for a, a while and I hit that 10 pound goal. Right. Well, if I'm motivated by that goal, that motivation goes out the window. Now what? Yeah. To, to your point. Yeah, so exactly. It, it, it may very well be, you know, motivation could be the culprit behind all of the, the yo-yoing that we do throughout life, right? It's we're motivated well for a while. Yeah, motivation sure. without discipline results in a yo-yo experience, right? You, yeah. you lose that motivation, you go down, you find something or something that gives you a kick in the butt, you get motivated again and you go back up. And right. unfortunately, I think a lot of us do go through life experiencing things in that fashion in a yo-yo fashion because we're driven by whatever's motivating us right then 
Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and to, to my own story, I'm sure we all, anybody who's listening to this, Blake, you have your own too. And I think what you're saying, yours is fitness. Whereas I've developed a discipline and a habit and a love and a passion for fitness as part of who I am. It's fundamentally part of who I've been for the last, oh, I'm 37, so 23 years, who I'll probably be for the rest of my life at some level is fitness as my foundation. But I can honestly look in the mirror and say, I've had really high bouts of motivation for saving money and trying to really get um, well-versed in investments and those things, but I didn't have any follow-through. So we all are guilty of it. We all have probably that thing or two that we know we should be diving into more and not just using that wave of motivation to say we tried it once. We see that a lot. Yeah, I tried the gym. Right. Wasn't for me. Did you though? Like, yeah, I don't have as much money in my savings as I'd like to. Yeah, I tried that once. Did you though? (laughs) Like, did I? I, I, you know, looking in the mirror, looking in the camera here, uh, I, I mean, I, we're doing okay, but I could certainly pour myself more into not only taking that catalyst and w- that wave of motivation, but building in accountability measures to it, building in a discipline, a habit, and this over a longer period of time. And I have to have structure to that if I want to have it be successful, right? That's the, if we're talking about a goal, then to get from motivation to goal, there's that in between. Right. That's the stuff that we're, that's the, that's the stuff that takes a little bit more effort and planning and knowledge. And like I said, maybe even some outside sources. Yeah. Well, you, you uh, read to me the difference, the actual definitions of, oh, yeah. of motivation and discipline. And I think if you look at the language between those two definitions, it, it, it really spells out pretty clearly some key differences, key takeaways between those two terms. Do you have those? Absolutely. Points? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, this was a, a interesting thing. We, I follow, uh, because of my background, I follow quite a bit of fitness enthusiasts in the Kansas City area. And one of them has a, a gym down in uh, the West Side Crossroads area. And it's a, it's a barbell club. And one of their trainers posted this. And it, was, it just inspired me. To, it was like, yeah, that's exactly what you and I have been talking about. Uh, so props to the KC Barbell Club for this little tidbit. But it's a great exercise. And here it is. Definition of motivation is the reason or reasons one has for acting or behaving in a particular way. So again, behaving, and it's a, it's a reason, it's a motivator, it's a kickstarter. The general or the other definition is the general desire or willingness of someone to do something. So again, desire and willingness. We're talking about feelings here. Like these are catalysts. They're, they come up within but then they, where, what, what then? There's the after. That's the before or maybe the cause and what's the effect. So then we got the discipline here. The discipline sounds a lot different to your point. The practice of training to be obedient to rules or a code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience. The other definition is a branch of knowledge, typically one studied at a higher education. So both of those definitions are really leading into habit daily functions action right and this one even says to be corrected by you know to correct disobedience to obey rules or code of behavior i mean we're talking about militants almost you know and that's how you know they can't get people who into the military on that note who are motivated to serve the country well then they get in there and it's hard well yeah it's hard they're going to whip you into shape and they're going to do things that are at your, outside your comfort zone. Well, the motivation, how long did that last really? Probably about right. as long as they signed the document and I went, what did I get myself into here? 
Right. But, but I, I can tell you motivation <laughs> lasted until about week two of boot camp. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very fair. I, I didn't get the luxury of doing that, but uh, I take your word for it. I've heard some pretty crazy stories. So, you know, that, but I think a key takeaway from, from hearing those two is motivation is a state of mind yeah. and state of mind is ever changing. It's any particular state of mind is fleeting, right? Discipline is a, a set of actions or a, a set of measures that keep you on track. Sure. And, and I, I think that that's a key difference. And, and, you know, it goes back to what we said earlier, that motivation for any particular thing is, is fleeting. Take advantage right. of it by all means, when you have it, get as much done as you can when you have it, but understand that you need to use part of that time while you're motivated to build a long-term plan. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I'm, I'm now moving into the career of real estate. And then there's a lot of applicable things and parallels that to translate from the fitness world to the real estate world. But going back to the fitness world for a minute, people would always ask me, I, I've, I've never done more than one or two sessions of CrossFit, just not my jam. But people have always said, because I'm more of a bodybuilder, a powerlifter, someone who likes to spend time in the gym for the aesthetic benefit as well as the performance, they would get my opinion, almost certain I would bash CrossFit. No. Here's the deal motivation gets people up and moving first. So yeah, that's around the first of the year a lot of times. Or you get a doctor's warning or you get you know, someone who's preparing for a wedding or whatever the event might be. But the event, and oftentimes, becomes the catalyst. That is where the motivation stems off of. There's an event of some kind that gets people to move. But the cool thing about CrossFit or any of these online programs, even some of the worst, and I've seen a lot of them, the worst online coaches I'm not going to hate on them entirely because they're offering the next step. They're offering framework. So the motivation is discount membership, discount access, discount whatever. But then there's a plan that comes with it. And I'm not going to hate on anybody for jumping in and trying a plan because that is where success is met. That is where people can – then you evaluate it. Was it. Did I like it? Did I not like it? Did it work for me entirely? Did it not work for me entirely? Did I like that person's style that, or that business's style or not? Okay, fine. Then you can change that up. But – find the next thing that's going to allow to delve into more discipline and have that framework on whatever that variation is. So okay. I, 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 CrossFit is killing the game in terms of what that does, right? CrossFit does a great job of creating social accountability, a culture, an atmosphere to let people come in and really breathe that whole framework in and let that structure just settle in on them. But the motivation started it. So that's great. But then the CrossFit and things like it in terms of the fitness industry helps people dial in. And that's great. You've experienced that too. Yeah, no, it was a stepping stone for me. I mean, it, I've been, my wife and I have both been into fitness for our entire lives. Um, but there have been periods of, of time when, when we've fallen out. Like, for example, when we moved from Dallas to Kansas City, you know, we, we had to change gyms. We got out of our old habits you know, right. that, that we were used to following and that kept us disciplined. Um, and we went for, you know, a year or so without being in a gym because we hadn't created the new habits in the new location. And CrossFit was, it, it actually was in our case, it was a great way to get us back involved because there is a, 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 a key factor in CrossFit, probably the, 
the number one thing about CrossFit was it is very good at motivating you because you can be in the worst shape in that gym and be struggling more than anybody else. But every time someone finishes that cross, that finish line ahead of you, they're back cheering you on. So you right. might be the last one, but when you finish that, that, when you finish there at the end, you have the entire rest of the gym, there cheering you on, motivating you to keep going. So it's yeah. a great way to find that motivation when you need it in from a fitness perspective. Um, but to the whole point of this entire discussion, sure. that only lasted for so long for us. Yeah. Right. And, and once we had that motivation, we used it to get back into a normal gym routine that for us is at a traditional gym. I'm much more of a traditional workout person than I am CrossFit. My uh, cardio is the devil. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, we use that, that, that period of motivation to get rebuild those new habits so yeah. that we could get back into the lifestyle that we were used to living. Yeah. So the CrossFit created your peak and you took advantage of your motivation and the motivation it gave you to create your peak. And then you plateaued it by seeking out your gym membership. You sought out me as your trainer, someone to help you guys put together, you know, a plan that was feasible for a little, for a lifestyle then at that point. Right. And so then you can start to get that habitual nature, the disciplined nature. Now, you're a creature of habit and you're a human. So we're allowed to have our old things come up and things happen. So like you said, when we had things that change our dynamics in terms of me not being a trainer anymore, or you taking a job, me taking a job, those are cracks in the concrete that allow that to, you know, the, to, to, to come back down. And sometimes they do. So what's going to get people back up again? A workout partner calls and said, let's get back started again. Or, you know, you got a trip coming up, which I know you guys, you and, you and your wife travel quite a bit. So sometimes that is your event that gets you back up again. But with it, that could be a one day thing or a one week thing, but we both know that one a day or one week or even one month isn't enough. Right. So right. there's gotta be that plateau. What's going to plateau that out and string that out. So that's, I think that's, that's where building in framework, otherwise known as discipline, having that structure, having those things that you can be obedient to having the code of behavior, whatever that is. Again, we're talking a lot about fitness today, but whatever that is, it's got to have some, some sustenance to it below the, below the level that isn't just your highlight reel of Instagram and Snapchat and people going, yeah, I'm motivated. I bought this workout program online from somebody. I have no idea. I haven't heard from them in a month since I bought it. I've used it three times the first week and I felt great and I've kind of trailed off, you know, or they joined the gym is a better example. Joined the gym. I got a great discount. I turned away the trainers. I said, no, thanks. I'm just gonna do my own thing for a while. Kind of figure the gym out. First week was awesome. I was there five times. Second week, oh, I got busy at work and I had to pay my credit card bill off and then the, the snow hit, you know, so I'd only made it twice and then whew, there's no accountability. Right. Nothing. There's no pillars to those legs. I mean, it was just good seeing you. Um, so yeah, I think that we can certainly apply a lot of uh, the, those ideals and those parallels to the other things we have in life, whatever it is you might be motivated to try and do. Well, and, and to that point, I kind of want to, we've been using fitness as an example for most of the show because yeah. it, it's something that most people can relate to being in an up and down and a motivated and unmotivated um, state of mind. Yeah, and, you and I kind of met there and we, we've, we have a lot of 
organic chemistry from that 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 atmosphere but certainly there are absolutely but i i want to kind of before before we we wrap up here here in a little while i want to try and take some of what we've talked about and apply it to you know the new things in our lives like you're you're starting a new career i've recently started a new business within the last year or so and you know and right now we're in the middle of covid19 we're all working from home all of the habits and things that we have um, we have come up with are all out the window, right? Because we can't yeah. we can't do any of those normal routines that we're doing. So, in some cases, it's really brutal. I mean, people are really. I mean, and thankfully, with my discipline, I've had the ability to stay on my push up game and working out. And that's about the one thing I can keep for myself because everything else has been taken away, right? Right. Sorry, I jumped in there, but like, thankfully, I have that discipline because good. I mean, save money right now? How? How do you save money right now? Well, you can't spend it anywhere. Well, that, we still have, <laughs> we still have bills going out. So it's just, a yeah. lot of people can't make it right now. You know, they, they, they've been yeah. taking the way of the opportunity to make money right now. You know, so that's, that's it's huge, a tough time. Right? It's a tough time. So go it ahead, is. sorry. No, no, you're absolutely right. It's a tough time. And, you know, it's actually, it's interesting hearing the different, perspectives on it right for a lot of people myself and and you specifically it 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 actually has been a motivating experience right and i've taken the this period of motivation because of these troubled times knowing that i've got a there's there's two ways you can look at it you can either say the, the whole world shut down and None of us can can really do anything, so I'm not going to do anything. I'm, I'm going to take a vacation until this is all done. Right. Or you can take a look at it like the whole world shut down. Um, I've got to ramp up my production to make up the difference. Right. right. And so, so that has actually been a motivating factor for me through this period. I've actually gotten more busy and done more work. The reason we started this podcast is probably because we got stuck at home and we're currently motivated to ramp up our production and our visibility and, and help our businesses. But I am using this motivation, this wave of motivation to build daily routines that after this is all said and done and after this motivation period is gone, I'm going to have a set of routines that I know will continue to grow my business. Yeah. And that's what was cool to hear you talking the other day. We were chatting, you and I caught up, we're doing a book study. We're reading 10 X together, listening to 10 X together. And uh, you know, I checked in with you the other day and you're like, dude, I'm working 16 hour days. And it was a bit of a cool, but also a painful check for me. Cause I'm like, well, I put four hours in today, but I got workout in Blake. You didn't get your workout in, but you put 16 in. Right. You know, and in the real estate world, A, I'm new to it. B, it's, it's, it's tough to navigate a little bit right now, but it doesn't mean I can't be doing productive things. It doesn't mean I can't be prospecting, lead generating and doing those things. And so in reading 10X, you know, we're reading that together. Even one of our most recent lessons was doing exactly what I had been. I was motivated when I got into to real estate. And because of an event, I'm either going to be more motivated, which is going to require more discipline. I'm going to be less motivated and let my discipline fall off if it wasn't there. And I really look at it. And if I'm being honest, I think that my motivation actually took a dip a little bit. Well, it wasn't gone. I won't say it was gone, but it took a dip. And with it, because I didn't have 
high level or 10x disciplines tied to it, I have to reframe that. I have to, I have to step it up because we, the exercise we did yesterday in 10x was come up with tasks. There needs to be 10x tasks that you literally hold yourself accountable to. Put them on a piece of paper, put them in an Excel document, whatever that is, have someone that can hold you accountable to them, you, my broker, whatever that might be. But it's got to happen or it's going to continue to fall off. And then the motivation actually might be gone altogether. And then I'm going to start over with something else. I don't like that alternative. Yeah. Well, I think too, if, if you're finding and you're catching yourself working four hours a day, right. Right. And it's easy to justify that right now, you know, to the point earlier, I'm, I'm only working four hours a day, but you know, the rest of the world's not working at all, or I'm only working four hours a day because there's only half as much stuff that I'm able to do right now. So I'm going to do half as much stuff. What I would challenge you to do is figure out productive things, tasks to your point that, that you can use to fill up the rest of that time. If you want your goal to be, 10 productive hours a day, right? Identify ways to make those hours productive and be accountable to those, create a habit around those. Right. Right. And then whenever this is all said and done and the world starts running again, you know, you've already got a framework that you know has been working during this time. You're going to go gangbusters when this is all said and done, right? If you put that same level of effort that you're putting in now, when the rest of the world and the economy comes back, that level of effort is going to shoot you ahead of the pack. And that's, oh, yeah. that's, that's what I'm absolutely trying to do right now is create that framework for myself so that I know I can continue to follow that framework when this is over yeah. and I'll be doing, you know, 10 times what everyone else is doing. Well, and I think something else that comes out of that you were just talking about, is it's almost like, you're developing yourself in the dark, you know, but it has to be for you. You have, you you found a way to rise up and you did it for you. I've got to find a way to rise and do it for me. And to take it back to fitness for a second, people often will do these, these challenges or they get involved because of an event, but it didn't necessarily stem from inside. So it makes it harder. It makes it harder to really abide by or follow through on the motivation without the discipline. So right now, I don't, I'm a little bit in the dark. I'm feeling a little bit cloudy about this whole situation because COVID kind of came in. I'm two months into a real estate career and just got like, I'm in lead prospecting and just kind of came in and just, it felt like it kind of squashed it. Yeah. But I've got an option. I can be squashed or I can start punching my way back out of the dark, find some light again and start really running with it. But it's, it's on me. I have to do it for me. I can't do it for, I might, request the help of you. I might request the help of my broker or someone holding me accountable, but I have to do it for me because I got big people and big reasons behind me. My wife, my family, my home, my success, a choice to go out of one industry into another, all those things to walk this all the way out. So I have to look at those things and it's, it all starts with me. So I got to get my butt going and I got to pick myself up and not make excuses. But at the same time with all that, it does require that those disciplines, like you said, so finding ways to create productive habits is going to be my goal. So I'll put the chart challenge back on you, my friend. How many workouts are you going to get next week? Oh, come on now. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's, you knew I was going to bring it back to you. I had to. All <laughs> right. Raise That's enough fair. Our business, but you That's get fair. That's fair. That's fair. I, I will commit to getting in three workouts next week. All right. Deal. Deal.
Now, I won't commit to how long they'll be, but I'll commit to getting them in at some point. Okay. I'll take that. I'll take that. Awesome. Well, I've really enjoyed our conversation today. Uh, I think that what we did was we outlined quite a bit of the reasons why we think motivation, while it's a catalyst, while it can be a meaningful aspect of the process, it's very, very short-lived. It's very, very fleeting. It's very fragile. I think that's probably an easy way to say it. What really what we're really advocating for is whatever that goal might be to find disciplines, find habits that you can put structure to. You can have some accountability to yourself or someone else that can help you with and run it out and run it out and give it a full on effort. And you really can't evaluate it unless you do. Yeah. That's, our, that's my point. That and realizing motivation is fleeting. Yeah. But it, take advantage of it when you have it and take advantage of it in the right way. Take advantage of that time of motivation to build a system that you can use discipline to follow and, and a great word. continue to drive. So, yeah. Um, awesome. Well, those of you that are still listening to us, we appreciate you joining us for our first episode. We will be back and uh, we'll have a good message for you next time. We'll catch you on the flip side.